basketball fans. Man, it has been a couple days of depression without basketball. It is the worst when we don't have any basketball to watch. And I love baseball, but it doesn't quite make up for it. After March Madness ended, um, it was tough for me to be super invested in the NBA. Except for the last night of the season, which saw some insane, insane standing changes. Um, In the East, nothing changed that last night besides the fact that the Pistons clinched the final playoff spot in the East. Um, And I'll get to the West in my other episode. Um, But this is going to be an Eastern Conference playoffs preview. I'm going to preview all the series. I'm going to give you my picks. I'm going to give you things to watch for. Um, players to watch and it is going to be fun I'm really excited for these playoffs Um, the Eastern Conference is where we'll start Um, the first game kicks off kicks off is not football this is basketball Um, it tips off on Saturday um, at 1230 Mountain Time 230 Eastern Time it's going to be the Nets versus the 76ers um, in Philadelphia So that'll tip off the NBA playoffs. Um, It'll be fun. Um, Also, in the Eastern Conference on that day, game one of the seven-seeded Magic and the two-seeded Raptors will tip off. And then on Sunday, the one-seeded Bucks play the eight-seeded Pistons, and the four-seeded Celtics play the five-seeded Pacers. Um, If I'm going to be completely honest with you guys, the first round is kind of a yawner in the Eastern Conference. Um, I'll give you some things to watch for, but overall, it's not going to be too crazy. I don't think anything surprising will really happen. Um, we'll start with the 1-8 matchup with the Bucks versus the Pistons. Now, this, this series, um, I think, is going to be a, a clean sweep. Um, I think the Bucks are going to sweep the Pistons right off the floor. Partially, it's because Blake Griffin's hurt right now. Pistons basically only have Reggie Jackson, DeAndre Drummond, or, yeah, Andre Drummond, not DeAndre Drummond. Andre Drummond um, as offensive weapons. Drummond's not necessarily an offensive weapon either. He's kind of like a better rebounding version of Rudy Gobert, but not as good on the defensive end. It's just the Pistons are shorthanded without a healthy Blake Griffin. Even if he does play, he's not healthy. I, I just don't think the Pistons can get a game. Now, if, if Blake Griffin's able to play and he is at a healthy level, then the Pistons may be able to get a game, but the Pistons just barely squeaked in the playoffs. And the Bucks have potentially the MVP in Giannis Antetokounmpo. That, that guy has been balling this year, really killing it. An interesting thing that's about the Bucks, I've, I've been on them all year about, I don't think they're gonna make it too far in the playoffs simply because Giannis is not a shooter. Um, Giannis isn't a good three-point shooter and it's gonna really hurt them. He's going to be easier to slow down in the playoffs. I still think that's true, that he will be easier to slow down. But what the Bucks have done a really good job of, guys, is surrounding him with shooters. Brooke Lopez is a really good three-point shooter. The Lakers were so stupid for letting him go. One of Magic Johnson's multiple dumb moves, especially this offseason. Um, but Brooke Lopez has been a great option for the Bucks in being able to stretch the floor and being a decent rim protector. Um, he's not a great rim protector, but he is a you know seven-footer in there. Um, and then having uh, Nikola Mirotic, when he's healthy, he can shoot the rock. Um, Chris Middleton's a decent shooter. He's not having the best shooting season this year, but he's capable of knocking down those three-pointers. He averages over 17 points a game. 
Um, and then Malcolm Brogdon, who can shoot, is not out or is not playing. But down the road, once he does get back, Brogdon's going to be a really, really tough player to guard, um, especially when Giannis is driving and dishing to guys like Brogdon, who can also slash to the rim. So I think the, the Bucks have this series um, in a clean sweep, four to nothing. Um, the interesting thing will be to watch is when guys come back healthy, if and when Blake Griffin comes back, and if and when Malcolm Brogdon comes back for the Bucks, including Nikola Meritich as well. Uh, moving on to the 2-7 matchup, which is the Raptors and the Magic. Now, I think the Magic game by game are going to give the Raptors tough game. I think the Magic are actually a surprisingly decent squad. Um, Nikola Vucevic is an all-star. He played really well this season. He is great. Great presence inside. Has a decent mid-range game as well. Can occasionally step out into the three-point line. Um, but he's really good. Aaron Gordon's a really good athlete. Um, they're really thin at the guard. They're not very good as a guard unit. Um, but Terrence Ross is a decent wing. Um, Jonathan Isaac has got some length. Evan Fournier is a decent wing. The Magic are going to be an interesting team to watch, I think, coming into these playoffs, um, simply because they haven't been in, in the playoffs since 2011, 2012, um, when Dwight Howard was there. So, and this team won their division, which is very surprising, but they did make the playoffs. DJ Augustine is their starting point guard. He's more of a backup point guard, filling in as the starter. Um, and then off the bench, you know, you got Terrence Ross. Um, Obamba has been hurt, so he hasn't been playing, and the Magic have been doing well. The Magic just aren't very deep. That's going to be their problem. They're not going to be deep enough to hang with the Raptors, while the Raptors have basically 10 deep. I mean, the Raptors, I mean, they've already got a really good starting lineup. I mean, looking at their starting lineup, you have Kyle Lowry, Danny Green, Kawhi Leonard, Pascal Siakam, Serge Ibaka. Off the bench, Jeremy Lin, Norman, Norman Powell, Ojean Anobi, Mark Gasol, um, Fred Van Vliet as a guard. I mean, these guys are 10 deep. Legitimately, they are 10 deep. And they're going to be able to give a lot of teams they face some fits in the playoffs. I think they're going to beat the Magic in five. I do think the Magic will get one. Very impressive for the Magic to make the playoffs, be two games above 500 this season. Um, they may be able to be kind of on their way up um, in terms of... Um, in the future, they've got some decent young players. If they can hold on to Vucevic, who's a free agent this season, if they can hold on to him and continue to build their young guys and maybe get a guard this offseason, Magic are going to be a decent team moving forward. Um, I have the Raptors in five here. Um, the next series is the 76ers and Nets. Now, I would love to watch D'Angelo Russell. Keep an eye on him in these playoffs. He's going to be able to lead the Nets. Uh, my initial thought was 76ers are going to wipe the Nets off the floor in a clean sweep. Um, but the Nets are already a surprising team, finishing with 42 wins. Um, they've overachieved greatly. Um, but what we've really seen is the development of D'Angelo Russell. They've got great shooting in Joe Harris. They've got a, a good two-way player in Damari Carroll. Not great, but decent. Um, they got a good big in Jared Allen. And uh, Joel Embiid is less than 100% right now. So Jared Allen could give the 76ers problems because... Sixers are not deep uh, at the center position. Then the Nets also have Spencer Dinwiddie, Karis LeVert, Rondé, Hollis Jefferson, and Ed Davis off the bench. The Nets are a fairly deep team. I mean, they've got some guys that can... The loss of Allen Crabb was big, uh, but, but they're going to be a decent team to face. I think game by game, they're also going to be kind of like the Magic against the Raptors. They're going to give the 76ers some fits. I think they'll win a game. My initial thought was they'll get swept. I think they'll win a game, possibly two, but they won't win any more than two. They won't make it to seven. I have the 76ers in five is kind of my official pick. 
Um, I think the 76ers are just too talented. Um, even with um, Joel Embiid not being fully healthy, the 76ers are still going to be really good. I mean, look at their starting five. Ben Simmons, J.J. Redick, Jimmy Butler, Tobias Harris, and Joel Embiid. That's just a really, really tough starting five to beat. Then off the bench, that's going to be where it's going to get interesting down those stretch of these playoffs. Is they're not very deep. They have T.J. McConnell, uh, Jonathan Simmons, James and James Ennis, Mike Scott, and Boban Marjanovic. Other than that, I mean, those guys aren't great bench players either. I like McConnell. Um, Ennis is okay. Jonathan Simmons has kind of not been as good as he as he was when he was with the Spurs. And Boban's decent. So they're basically about eight deep in my opinion. 76ers, I think, are going to have some trouble with depth down the stretch, especially if Joel Embiid is not able to stay healthy. Other than that, they'll win this first-round series in five games. Moving on to the uh, Celtics and the Pacers. Now, this is a totally different series since Victor Oladipo is not playing. Um, the Pacers are without their best player, but Wes Matthews has filled in fairly well with these guys. Wes Matthews is... Um, able to come off the bench, sometimes start for these guys. Depends on whether Tyreek Evans starts or comes off the bench. But a starting lineup of Collison, Evans, Bogdanovich, Young, and Turner is not bad with Corey Joseph, Wesley, Wesley Matthews, a shooter in Doug McDermott, DeMontis Sabonis, Kylo Quinn off the bench. The Pacers are fairly deep. They've got a bunch of good role players. That's their only problem is they don't have a guy that can go out and take over a game. And in the, in the playoffs, you need that. The Bucks have it in Giannis. The Raptors have it in Kawhi Leonard. The 76ers have, have it in Joel Embiid and Jimmy Butler. Um, the Pacers just don't have that guy. I mean, none of those guys are going to really take over a game. They've got decent players, and they're well-coached in Nate McMillan. Um, but the, the Celtics right now are, are um, just better talent-wise. Kyrie Irving, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Marcus Morris, Al Horford will definitely beat this team with Terry Rozier, Gordon Hayward coming off the bench. The interesting thing, though, is this Marcus Smart injury is going to be a lot bigger than people think. Uh, Marcus Smart is a really good player. He started a lot of games for them this year. Gives them two ways. He shot the ball a little bit better this season. Um, the, the thing is, Gordon Hayward is going to have to pick up on that. He's going to have to pick up for Marcus Smart and score the basketball off the bench. And they're actually not as deep. They're not as deep. I mean, as big, they're deep. With Daniel Tyson and Aaron Baines coming off the bench. But besides Rosier and Hayward, the backcourt is not deep. So Kyrie Irving is going to have to play a lot of minutes, and so is Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. Uh, but I think I think the Celtics are going to be just fine and win this series. I think the Pacers could win a couple simply because the Celtics haven't been what we thought. So I think it could go six. Uh, my official pick would be in six, but I wouldn't be surprised to see the Celtics pick it up and win this in five in the first round. So the first round, a little bit of a yawner. Um, but if I moved on to the second round, it, the second round is going to be so, so intriguing in the Eastern Conference. Um, the first matchup would be, um, based on my picks, would be the Bucks and the Celtics. This is going to be crazy. I think the loss of Marcus Smart, this is where it really hurts them because Marcus Smart's a good perimeter defender. He could really lock down uh, Chris Middleton. One of the things some teams have done is let Giannis go out and do his thing and try and beat you by himself with 40 points. Lock down the rest of the guys, hold the other guys to 10 to 12 points max, which they can do, and it's going to be tough. The Celtics are a good defensive team. Brown's a decent defender. Tatum's decent. Morris is a good defender. Horford's a good defender. Kyrie is when he wants to be, but losing Marcus Smart gives them one less guy to defend the perimeter, so I think this is another series that, especially if the Bucks get back Brogdon, I do see the Bucks taking. However, if the Bucks are not at full strength by this series, if Miritich and Brogdon are not back, 
guys, I can see the Celtics winning this series. I think this will go seven regardless of who wins it. I think it will go seven games. And as of right now, barring guys not coming back from their injuries, I have the Bucks winning this in seven. I think the Bucks do advance to the conference finals. I like them. I like Giannis. And like I said, they've got guys that can shoot around Giannis that can make up for his lack of shooting. Moving on to the other second round matchup would be the Toronto Raptors and Philadelphia 76ers. This is another series I also think goes seven. But the Raptors' depth is going to be really hard for the 76ers to beat. I think the Sixers are going to be healthy by then. They're going to be playing fairly well. They're a good, decent defensive team, and they can score the ball, but they're not as deep. Excuse me, they're not as deep. And I think the Raptors are going to be able to take them in this series in seven games. It'll be really fun to watch, though. It could go either way. Um, if J.J. Reddick's hitting threes and Jimmy Butler takes over late games, this is where... Jimmy Butler is really going to help his team. I know his numbers were down in the regular season because of less usage. The guy's playoffs a lot of times comes down to late-game situations, and Butler is a great guy to go to in late-game situations. But so is Kawhi, so I think the Raptors have the upper hand. The Sixers have more overall talent, but I think that the this addition of Martin Salt to the Raptors is going to help him because he can stretch the floor and shoot and protect the rim. And then Pascal Siakam's been good, probably going to win most improved player. And they have the claw, Kawhi Leonard, who's a great two-way player. I think the Raptors are going to take it and move on to the Eastern Conference Finals this year. Um, the Conference Finals, according to my predictions, would be the Milwaukee Bucks and Toronto Raptors. Another seven-game series. I think after the first round of the East is done, the East is going to be wild. It could go either way, and all my picks could be completely opposite after that first round. I do think this will go seven again. I think the Bucks and Raptors will go back and forth. I think Giannis is going to be really, really tough in this series. Kawhi's going to try and lock him down, and I think he'll do a decent job. But again, the Bucks can shoot. They've got guys that can shoot. It'll be up to the Raptors to play some defense and stop the Bucks. My initial gut would be to pick the Bucks in this because of Giannis um, under Takumpo. But I think the Raptors have a really decent chance. Um, it's it's hard for me to go back on my original pick though on my gut feeling and go with the Bucks. I think I got the Bucks in seven. I think Giannis is going to be able to lead this Bucks team to the, to the finals. I know they're not as experienced. We haven't seen them do it, but who's to say Giannis can't do it? I think he is good enough to get his team to the finals this year. I think I really like what he's doing. I like the way the Bucks team has been put together. Budenholzer's done a great job coaching this team. I think I have the Bucks guys in the in the finals. Um, I could be completely wrong, and it could be any of the four teams second round and the Celtics could very well do it it would not surprise me one bit nothing against the Celtics I just don't think I think that Marcus Smart injury is going to hurt them in the second round but they could very well do it and if they do it's going to be a tough series against Golden State that's kind of a spoiler but shouldn't be a spoiler alert for anyone um, I, I really think that the Celtics could do it but the Bucks have got a little bit too much right now and the 76ers could do it based on their talent the team I want to see against Golden State most has got to be either the 76ers or the the Celtics. I think because the Celtics are well equipped for it, I'd love to see Kyrie Irving in a finals situation again. Um, but also the 76ers simple because their starting five is probably the only starting five that can match up with Golden State um, in the series and based on their depth. Sixers are just a warrior's light in my opinion. They've got a lot of really good players, not a lot of great depth. The Sixers could surprise us too and really make it. It could be any of those four teams, but as for now, I've got the Milwaukee Bucks. After the first round, I'll see and I'll uh, maybe adjust my picks, and I can do that because all of you can do that as well. But as of right now, I'm going with Milwaukee, guys. Um, 
Let me know if you disagree, agree, whatever. Um, give me your thoughts. Uh, I just don't see Giannis being beaten in the East this year. He has been so unstoppable and so great. I've just yet to see a team that in a seven-game series can take them out. So um, enjoy the Eastern Conference playoffs. I wouldn't pay too much attention to the first round, but if you really do want to pay attention to the first round, watch this kid, D'Angelo Russell from the Nets, and watch the Magic against the Raptors game by game, because those could be really good games, and the Magic could be a team that we, that we'd be seeing a little bit more of in the future.